welcome to MFC Worldwide, the weekly radio broadcast originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA, and featuring Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic. Join us now as we look into God's Word and learn how it still applies to our lives today. You can be set free. You can be healed. You can be blessed. You can be born again, all through placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And now for today's message from MFC Ministries on this edition of MFC Worldwide. I said this, I think, last week. God has not told me things. He told me he didn't tell me things because I didn't have the character to keep them and he didn't want me to be held accountable for something that I couldn't do. See, so don't go around thinking everybody's blind. There might be a reason. God might love them enough to not have to get them on the other side of the word. See, the side has, there's, a, there's two swords, you know, two sides on a sword, right? The front and the back. God wants to keep you on the favor side, and if he tries to hold you accountable for things you don't have the character to do, you'd be in trouble, right? You're going to need some mercy. I told you, after, he got, after I got saved, he let me smoke a long time, you know? And I told you, he didn't want to correct me because he said, you'd have been a runaway. You weren't ready for any correction. Your heart wasn't healed enough for me to correct you. So I just let it all go because I wanted you to know I loved you. And after that, then, then I started. That's what he said. You know, you bring all that stuff to God when you get saved, you know, you, God can't say much to you. I've tried to pastor people when they just get saved. It's like pastoring a cat. I mean, they, they move all over the place. You have to wait until they get a little wore out, you know, and, and calm down. And then they, get, you can, they can hear you a little bit. I was a cat too, you know. I could say that. I don't say anything to you that I didn't think of on my own. You know, watching God deal with me. So don't act like I'm not singling anybody out of anything. I'm going by my own model here. <laughs> you know. Anyway. Moses. If you have a hard time believing the absolutes at some point in your life, uh, you will have a burning bush experience. What's the burning bush experience? An experience you that gives you a glimpse of who he is, not just what he does. Knowing what he does may cause you to think you know him. But to know a person is totally different than knowing what they do. I watch the people in politics. I know what they do, but I don't know them or anywhere else. Know what someone does is a superficial relationship. If you live with people and you use their human behavior and you make all your decisions out of the human behavior, you do not know that person. Amen. You have a very superficial relationship. Many marriages are built that way. They live with each other and they study each other's human behavior, just trying to get along, but don't know the other person's heart. You, you know, I, I got to know why people do what they do, if you know what I mean. And I'll be honest with you, I want you to know why I do what I do. But I can't explain every detail. You, you, you have to actually pray and you have to... You know, it's funny, even when I get people to do things that I used to do, I don't want them to do it just like me. I want them to have my heart, not my method. You're allowed to have your own method. You with me? 
Everybody, you know, you can't duplicate somebody. There's only one of each person. But the heart, the love for people, you know. Uh, I have heard it said that, and I can't remember what preacher it was or I'd give him credit for it. You know the plan, but you don't know the man. And I thought that was a really good way to put that. You know the plan, but you don't know the man. Thought my God. Now, Exodus 23 through 17. This is where the trouble starts, okay? At least for me. Um, if you get something from God, guys, and you want to start a business, you've got to go home and tell your wife and she's afraid. Or, or if a woman gets something she wants to do and then the guy's afraid. I mean, there's a lot of communication things that go on. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. God gives Moses the Ten Commandments, right? He gives him the laws and ordinances. And what happened to Moses at that time was he was getting to know God. He, when you read that chapter... It wasn't just the Ten Commandments. He started giving all the ordinances and how everything works. Moses was getting to know him. So he, he was going to know God. That's why I always say this. That's why when the people sinned, he didn't have to think about it. He said, go get a censer and burn it because they sinned. And he knew there was going to have to be an offering and some incense burned because God was going to kill them all. And he knew it. Why? Because he knew God, not just God's ways. He knew God's character. And see, when you want to serve people, you really have to know them. The church, that's, the church has been probably one of the most superficial places because you, you know, in order to gather people, it's going to sound really tough. You just got to let everybody do what they want and then they come. But you see, I think that's the worst model. I think they got to have a reason, a purpose, a focus, and a mission. And they got to know the leader to do that because you become part of the place. If you hang out on the outside, you just go to church. But if you actually want to, if your life, if you want to make your life matter, you have to get involved with something that's bigger than you. And you do it collectively, right? That's what Moses did with Israel. In that place, he learns to love what God loves and hate what God hates. Now, here's the trouble. Moses leaves the world of absolutes. And he enters into the realm of, this, remember, when he come down off the mountain, he has just been where everything is black and white. I mean, you ever talk to somebody that's come out of black and white and they try to tell you something and you, you can't, there's no connection. Moses has been in the presence of God. There's absolute life, no shadows. Absol everything God said was absolutely true. No gray, no misunderstandings. And here he comes down the mountain. Oh my he has a tremendous collision with all the gray. He runs into and he runs into people where they are. Thus, the implementation implementation start process starts right there. In the contrast, see, you think the contrast is defeat, and I will tell you the contrast is where it starts. God is going to start implementing His will into those people in that, in that big gap. But somebody had to go and be in the presence of God to bring the absolutes. Causes stress, anxiety, anger. Moses has to deal with his own carnality after that. You know, I'm going to kill him is what he's probably thinking. That's why he struck the rock instead of spoke to it that time. He was mad. He wanted to hit them people with that stick. He didn't want to strike that rock. He wanted to strike those people. 
the contrast of where Moses was from the mountain to the people is where all the stress starts. That's where all your character is revealed. That's when you find out if you're a real Christian and you really believe God. If you don't, you just turn into a critic of the people that you're living with or need to change. Now, uh, from here on, this is, this, is the, this is the hard thing to do. This is why the world don't understand us. God has to display His holiness and His absolutes so they can know Him and not just His ways. But mostly, He will display His mercy. Mostly, God displayed mercy to the Israelites in the desert because they couldn't take His holiness and His real character. He spent more time having mercy because Moses prayed than he did changing the people because they never changed, they died there. So obviously one of the biggest attributes of God is his great mercy, isn't it? While we were yet sinners, he loved us and gave his life for us. His people went there for 40 years, Moses dealt with them. Now, This is why I know you've got to embrace absolutes, which is very contrary today. I mean, what I'm telling you doesn't go with your television if you watch it. It doesn't go with society if you listen to it. I'm not telling you to go demand absolutes of those people. That's That's why we lost our witness. We demanded of them what we didn't do ourselves, and we were hypocrites, and they don't want to hear us no more. I'm talking about individual integrity as a Christian here. I'm not talking about going, you know, that that lead mint stuff ain't no good. Shouldn't smoke. Shouldn't drink. I'm talking about you carrying character and not having those things in your own life and you never talking until they ask you a question and then you're ready to answer. Gives you influence if you live it before you try to heap it on somebody else. By refusing God's truths, they never came to know Him. God on their own. Now, God, you realize Moses dealt with God and then he dealt with the people. But do you know the whole time God was wanting them people to get to know Him, not just talk through Moses? God wanted His own relationship with the people. But because they refused the truth, They had to send Moses to the mountain because they didn't want to deal with God personally. They didn't want God. They just wanted what he had. Give us some manna. Give us some water. Give me what I want. God, go get Moses. Moses, go get God. We're, we're, We're dying down here. Tell God what we need. You go talk to him. Never have, see, they would have had to humble themselves to talk to God, but they could abuse Moses. They could abuse Moses. God wanted to be their God, not just the God of Moses. Rejected truth. The Bible has a plethora of messengers who were rejected because the people did not want to hear what they said. That's a book of that, really. The book is a book of rejection. Unfortunately, it's a book of rejection. Even Jesus was rejected. Remember in Isaiah 53, it says he was despised, rejected of man, rejected 
a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. Jesus was rejected. So obviously his messengers will be rejected. How can you not, if you have a rejection issue, here again, you're going to, now I'm not kidding. You're either going to, you're going to have to let God heal you enough because I don't see how you can ever lead anybody to Jesus if you're afraid of being rejected because you're going to go through lots of folk. Right. And a lot of them are going to reject you. So if, you're, if you are worried about rejection, you are paralyzed for the expansion of the kingdom of God. Thank you for listening to this edition of MFC Worldwide. We pray that this anointed message has been a blessing to your life. In the book of John, chapter 14 and verse 6, God's Word says that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father in any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins, and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more information on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can visit our website at mfcministries.net. Here is where you can find MFC Ministries services with Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastorina Perosic. Our service times are Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. On our website, you can also view archived messages and you can listen to audio of past radio shows and sermons. You can also view our television show, Believe Right, by visiting believeright.tv. Don't forget, you can email your prayer requests or questions that you might have for Apostle Joe or Pastorina to media at mfcministries.net. That email address, once again, is media at mfcministries.net. And join us again next week here on this station at this time for another message from God's Word with Apostle Joe Perosic and MFC Ministries on MFC Worldwide.